Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. How's it going, gentlemen? Uh, you ready for Oktoberfest of Palooza to begin again? <laughs> I've been born ready. I, it, honestly, it feels like the longest the longest uh, uh, break between Oktoberfest of Palooza we've ever had. It's probably because we're on the bi-weekly recording schedule now, so like you don't That's get as true. much Oktoberfest in, you know? Well, then there was a whole yeah. year, a couple years ago, where Oktoberfest just never happened. So Oktoberfest right. of Palooza never <laughs> ended. <laughs> right. We had Oktoberfest of Palooza for the re- longest ever on record. Right. We, we call those the glory days. <laughs> <laughs> the best time in human history, I think, is what uh, a lot of people call it. Absolutely. Um, but now it's time for spooky season, I think. That's what comes after Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. Yes. We go right into spooky season. I think officially, now that we are in October, it's spooky season. Yeah. True. True. I think that's that's, that's Um, the requirement. Now the ghosts can come out and play. I know you each have different ways that you like to participate. Um, I think Christmas involves taking candy out of people's trunks, and Todd involves watching scary movies, if if I'm correct. Yep. I do like to watch scary movies. I don't know about Chris and people's trunks, but that's <laughs> that's between him and God. Well, actually, usually there's a child between him and the trunk. Right, yes, yeah. There's always there's always children involved when we're taking people people's candies. Strangers' candy. Strangers' candy yeah. <laughs> out of the trunks of their cars. Um yeah, no, we were I was actually talking about that with uh, Dana today. I was like, for some reason I just forgot that we did that last year and we were talking about getting getting costumes i think i think our costume motif is uh is decided for the year so um we have to go get costumes and then we're i think we're gonna go trunking again that's what we call it so so what <laughs> what are you gonna be for halloween i believe we're gonna be the cast of the mario brothers is so so are you bowser okay yeah i am bowser yes i think i'm i think i'm pretty pretty well locked in as bowser and uh i want mac to be yoshi it was really convoluted when cj thought it up earlier because he said he said that he was going to be mario obviously uh, my dad so grampy is going to be luigi that makes sense uh, sure <laughs> um, all right i'm bowser I was, i've always been bowser casted as bowser from the beginning uh, <laughs> i think lucas was going to be toad i don't know <laughs> okay um I forgot what Mac Mac was not Yoshi at first. I forgot what Mac was, but not Yoshi. And then and then Mrs. Beer Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Dana. And then Dana Dana is Princess Peach. So I don't know. But we've changed we've changed roles since then. So well except for me. Okay. I'm the only one casted yeah. originally. Well I think you should be Peach. Well, well who's who's Mario? Oh no, see okay, me and CJ. <laughs> yeah. Well Lucas Lucas has been upgraded to 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 Luigi. <laughs> sure. And uh, Mac is now Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm. I would suggest getting a, a cute um, Goomba costume for Mac. I think that would. Work uh, really that'd be well. pretty good too. Because yeah. he's the right color, bad. you know. That's not bad. That's true. I do That's think true. Chris is miscast as Bowser. He should be Peach, and Dana should be Bowser. Just I mean, go full all in. I think. I think that makes more sense. You know. Heel, face heel wise but <laughs> sure right <laughs> oh but yeah so we'll see we'll see we have 28 days as of recording to to get everything put into place so can you sing the whole peach song i mean there's not much to it and obviously yes i can 
Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Can you play the piano, though? No, I cannot. No, that I cannot do. 28 days from today to learn. I gotta, I actually, I'm gonna have Jack Black come, and all he's gonna do is play the piano for me. You'll do the thing. You'll perform. The rest I'll of perform the, the rest of it. I just need him. I need to borrow. I, like obviously, he he wants to take some notes on how to be Bowser. You know, so he's coming to. Yeah, I'm showing him some things. He's gonna play the piano for me. It's this whole thing. You know. As, we got, as we I'm sitting here, out. I'm wondering: Does has Obert actually seen this movie? Does he have any clue what the hell we're talking about? Um, I know who Mario is. <laughs> That's familiar. Uh, Bowser, I also familiar with that. It's a um, me, etc. But you're not familiar with the storyline of the the past Mario Brothers movie. I've seen the song, so it's basically it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's if you were to condense the plot. I've seen the trailer. I think between those two minute <laughs> and a half long out. clips, I've got most of the context that I needed to. I mean, I, I would like to say you can you can stream it on Peacock, uh, thanks to the yeah. app Just Watch for letting us know that. Um, but uh, you definitely could do that. So you should definitely do that. It's a good movie. It's worth it's worth your time and effort. And I think it's like an hour and a half, so it's not really that much time or that much effort. Yeah, I um. I'm getting around to it. It's on my queue. Um, so we we talked about what Chris is doing for spooky season. Ted, you talked about a movie less spooky than I was, what I was going to guess. <laughs> yeah, I haven't found any good good uh, scary movies yet. So still looking. Um, you did you did invite me to a haunted house. I did invite you to a haunted house, and then you is said, that are you going to go? Are you planning on getting spooked? Uh, it depends on if I get back from Philadelphia that day early enough to go now. Okay. But you weren't going to come either way, so you... Uh, I don't like being spooked as much as you do. You backed out like a baby. Yeah, I was I was crying uh, Yeah, you did, tears. You did big, curl up in the fetal wet, position on the floor. Tears. We had to have popcorn come over and lick you, lick your face to wake you up. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, we're... Uh, I, I'm still looking for scary movies, so if you have any uh, recommendations there, listeners, and I know at least one of you, uh, former guest, possible future guest... Name rhymes with Mason. Um, will probably give me at least a few recommendations. I'm sure. Chris is like, I have 15. I have a jump scare reaction compilation YouTube video from the next hour <laughs> that maybe you would be interested in. Is that the, is that the only thing Chris watches in, on YouTube for the entire month? Is jump scare compilations? While taking I don't. A shower? I don't. I I, I like Obert. Do not like to get spooked. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a spookable person. Oh, well, I am spookable, but I don't like being too spookable. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. I saw that. I don't uh, get spooked enough. Ted, you got to go see Saw X. I saw Saw X is coming out or is ooh, out. Ooh, you should get Mac a Boo costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I like that. I have not seen the past six, eight, seven. Saw movies, Saw one, Saw two, and I think maybe Saw three. I think I, I think those are the three saws that I have seen. I've seen those saws. Yeah, <laughs> I saw the saw, but I don't think I've seen any saws since Saw four. Like I don't think I've seen four and on. I and saw I four. I don't know where. So was... see, you like scary movies. Yeah, I enjoy um, thrillers more than horror movies. I think that's you know as spooked as I want to get is a nice psychological thriller. So it looks like they're all on Amazon Prime. Scary. How do you know that, Todd? <laughs> There's this app called Just Watch. You should uh, download it and, uh, and watch it. 
Oh, of course. Cool. Yeah. It's also on Hulu, apparently. The pinnacle of this podcast is when we get just watch ads. That's going to be. It's going to be my, the last episode. That's it. We're done. It's going to be my greatest. My greatest accomplishment is to get sponsored by Just Watch. <laughs> you should reach out. <laughs> apparently, there's a. I know this, this sounds like a dumb statement. Apparently, there's a lot of saws. Now, now you, one would assume that, given that there's X saw was 10, the 10th saw. But there are other saws that are unnumbered. I thought there was more than 10, to be honest. Like, really? Saw, like, Saw 3D is not Saw 3. So it's just, just a saw. It's the 3D. Dudley Boys in Saw. There's. There's also Jigsaw, which is not a Saw movie, but it is oh, a Saw movie. Oh, that's like the, because the, ba- Jigsaw the background is there. of him. Got you. Yeah, very strange. It's a biopic. Um, so, la- <laughs> I think they all were biopics. Wasn't like the first Saw about like how he was like dying of cancer? Like I remember that being yeah, like, I think the plot that was of the at movie. least one of them. I think that was like the third one. I don't know. Um, welcome to Drinking Along with Friends, a podcast where we try and recap movies <laughs> that we watched decades ago. <laughs> Hey, and theorize about what happens in the Saw franchise. I feel like I feel like <laughs> somebody we did do this all October long. I feel like somebody did this prior and did it better than us. You know, taking old movies from our childhood and and revisiting them. But doesn't ooh, sound right. Maybe we should make that our new podcast. There I don't go. remember that's what good, happened to it. It's just that's it just actually disappeared. a decent podcast. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. You know what? I have a name for it because we're we're gonna have to you know destroy people's childhoods. So I think it should be called Destroy My Podcast. <laughs> I like that. It's pretty good. Yeah. With friends, alone with friends. Yeah. <laughs> Wreck we, we... my childhood with friends. A podcast. A podcast. <laughs> yeah, because it would be kind of weird if you just if you didn't say what you were wrecking. Like if it was just like wreck my podcast. Right. That's kind of strange. But like, yeah, yeah, no, like destroy my or wreck my childhood. Then there's something there. Alone with friends, a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a nostalgia <laughs> podcast. Yes, yes. I think we and uh, we're onto something. Maybe if we added a few more friends, put it on. And a t-shirt. We have like a round table, and we got together but separately. This would be a good thing. Put it on a t-shirt. If only we knew somebody who was like who also liked movies. It's a shame we can't think of a fourth co-host. Nope. I guess we're no. out. I guess drink. I guess beer drinking is where we stay. Yeah, beer drinking is a three man's game. <laughs> Sometimes four. Hey, there's a reason why there's three handles on the frosty mug. You know, That's they didn't true. make they didn't it like make that. A, they, yeah, they originally didn't make a four-handle frosty mug of wisdom. We had to special request that one. That's true. Right. Yeah. yeah, we grabbed the Everyone standard three mug off the, the shelf. Three, yeah, we went to <laughs> yeah. we went to the glass we went to the glass blower, and he's like, "No, can't be done." It's like, do it, god damn it. Uh, all it's of- three equally spaced handles, and then a fourth one is tacked in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No other way. There's no other divisible way to divide not... a, a, a circle into, into four. Nope. Uh, well, okay. So if we're sticking with the drinking podcast. Yeah. Um, I guess that's kind of where we're stuck right now. What do you got for us this week, Chris? I bet it's a beer. I'm going to go with a sour beer. You know, now that it's starting to get cold, Chris is going to go back towards, you know, more summer types of beer. I have a gift from our good friend, Lady Amber Venom, which I know is hooked. Ooh. Hooked Tut Up with beer more recently than me, but until right now. haha. And actually, this is the same brewery as the Strawberry Gusher beer. Strawberry Slusher, I believe is yes, what it was. The one yeah. where no real strawberries were harmed in the making of that beer. Yes, yes. Uh, and this is called the Spanish Spanish Marie's Goofy Goober. Um, it's got this like 
peanut playing wish witch peanut peanut guitar playing witch on the... uh, what yep that's what it is oh oh okay it's a witch playing a guitar made out of peanut uh, pe- giant peanut yes yeah i don't know how i could have been any clearer okay. to be honest <laughs> yeah you're right that's that was on me yeah yeah that that seems like a you problem over yeah uh-huh. Um, uh huh. This looks like it's a reference to some media I don't know anything about. I know there's yep. a a snippet in I think SpongeBob. Like I'm a goofy goober. Ah, no. I don't know. I, think. I saw I saw the can real quick, and it she seems like a like an overly sexualized twitch. Oh, she's hot. Yeah, she's getting it daily, nightly, and ever so rightly. Um. <laughs> so I believe it's supposed to be like a peanut butter and jelly style beer if i remember based on the purple can and the giant peanut that tracks solid solid i don't know i don't see any jelly in there so this is a (laughs) this is a sour beer uh with peanut butter strawberry soda blueberry concord blueberry oh blueberry concord grape uh, ice cream uh vanilla cherry raspberry so a lot of stuff in this it's gonna be thick it's gonna give me tummy issues obviously so uh but yeah i'm excited i she gave me she gave me a handful of beers i already had one i think i have Two more, one more after this, including the slushers, actually. So let's see how it is. So, so wait, let me understand this. Were real, uh, real fruit harmed in the making of this beer? Uh, no, actually, they said blueberry. But blueberry is a f- I mean, well, not to rehash. What yeah, is there was, what there was is, blue is wine, not a berry. blueberry and Concord grape. There was cherry, right? He did not say lime. He said something sure. funky at the, the the second or last from the end was like well, that's, oh, that's it, a weird fruit oh, that, it confused those, me those were the no it was those were the types of ice cream i should have oh okay tell so what is the type of ice cream hold on hold on hold on it's there's three types it seems because they're all separated by commas um so ice cream and then in parentheses vanilla oh, okay. cherry raspberry commas in between each so so I believe I it's those types. I missed of, the parentheses. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say the parentheses at first. But yeah, you got to be more specific when there's parentheses. You have to say yeah. I believe. Please excuse my dear, dear Aunt Sally. Means you have to say the parentheses. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's that's what it means in in English. It means all of those ingredients are multiplied by vanilla. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but you got to follow it exactly in that order. Have you ever, by the way? Quick tangent. Cut it if you want. I don't care. But like grown adults that f- follow PEMDAS like it's like written, it drive me bananas. And I have no idea why. Because I'm not, I don't claim to be a smart man. But like when they're like, I, I can do mu- I can do multiplication and division. I have to do multiplication then division. I don't know why it makes me so angry, but I'm like, no, that's not how it works. But anyways. Uh, I never heard of PEMDAS, but that's basically the order of operations you're saying. Yeah. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Well, I mean, okay. yeah, so yeah. you're angry that people know how to do math? No, no, no. They don't know how saying. to do math. They do math incorrectly. You said they, they, but they, they, they follow it exactly. They follow it exactly, but it's not exactly because you can do multiplication or division depending on how you read it left to right. I don't like it. I don't like it. They're not. It makes me angry, and I, I math I just, better people. Just something I have to deal with at 35 years I, old, I guess. <laughs> I've learned that. Um, I wish I could go back and tell all the teachers from when we were younger when they said. Do you think you're going to have a calculator for the rest of your life? And I'm, I would like to say, uh, exactly. Actually, I'm going to have one in my pocket that's uh, stronger than the computer anywhere in this building. <laughs> and yeah. I will be able to use my freaking my calculator no matter when I need to do math. And in fact, I do math for a living. And I still don't do math in my head. I do it all on a calculator. 
2 plus 2, I'm typing that shit in the calculator. I got to make sure that it hasn't changed. It's still 4. I think you're one of the people that Chris has gripes with. <laughs> no, because I type it all on a calculator. I know what I'm, I know the goal I'm trying to get to. <laughs> the calculator do, does, does PEMDAS correctly. But anyways. All right. Anyways, got a, got a, it's a thick, it's a thick boy. It's a thick boy. It is, it looks brown over the webcam, but it has definitely got some purplish hint to it. Uh, I, it's a purplish brown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the most attractive of all drink colors. <laughs> um, yup. Blocks every. There is no light getting through this mud. <laughs> this purple mud over here. Um, I'm not, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited for this. I've never had. Uh, I've never had Spanish Marie brewing. So we're gonna go ahead and give it a little sippy poo. Uh, thank you again, Lady Amber Venom, for hooking me up and also hanging out with me at Treehouse. So, <laughs> but here we go. Cheers. Cheers. What is the malted liquor? What gets you drunker quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it. Beer. Makes me think I'm a man. It is. It's very interesting. I I can taste the peanut butter. The peanut butter's there. No ifs, ands, or buts. You get a baseline of peanut butter throughout the whole beer. Um, but on top of it, you get like the lightness from the strawberry soda and the 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 flavors from like the blueberry and the grape. Um which which all kind of like it's it's really weird it's like two distinct two distinct flavor tracks in your in your mouth it's like you got the the sweet peanut butter and then you have like this light like sort of crisp more crisp um soda aspect of it too um and it they 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 merge together and they it, it's it's oddly good it's oddly good uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it's oddly good. It's hard to explain, right? Yeah, it's really hard to explain. It's like it's almost like because it, it has some thickness because of that ice cream in there, right? So like it's got a little bit of thickness, but it's almost as if like there's a thick beer and a light beer at the same time. It's really weird. Um, it's good. I like it. Um, <sighs> I just found out that I just was reminded that this brewery is in Miami, and I'll be in Miami in two weeks. So. Ooh. You know, I'm gonna or three weeks, three weeks, two weeks, two weeks. You should you should look it up. You should check it out if you're if you have if you have the time. If you if you're not book solid like Obert, but like, yeah, Tell no, we said hi. So unfortunately, uh, Connecticut's flights to Miami are not the most ideal. So I have to fly down a day early for a meeting the next day, and then because of dinner, I have to fly out the day after. So I will have a lot of downtime in Miami. Okay. I mean, there's worse places to have downtime. Yeah. True. <laughs> There's a whole song about it. If you were like, they welcome I'm you stuck to in it. Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man, um, but this is this is good. This is inter- It's very interesting. I like it. Um, I don't know. It's it's not. It's like nothing I've had before. Um, Do you get a lot of peanut butter? Yeah, no. It's I get peanut butter the whole way through. The whole way through. Um, like the whole. How how many C's? How thick are we talking here? Um, it seems like it's thick and not thick at the same time. Two two C's. A moderate thickness, yeah. Because so, yeah, it looks much thicker than that. It does, it does, and it's it's leaving like a schmeg on the side of the glass, but like moderate thickness, I'll say. Um, no, it's good, it's good. Um, probably not what, not probably not a beer I'm gonna have. Obviously, more than one of because I don't have more, but like I probably wouldn't get a second one. You know, like it's one of those definitely on the sweeter side. It's got a little bit of little bit of crispness to it from the from the from the 
Fruit. There you go. I was like, what are those? What are those non-vegetables called? Fruit. <laughs> the vegetables, but sweeter. <laughs> Might I mean, summer berries. I don't know. I'm not getting are, into it. Are berries a fruit or are they a vegetable? <laughs> oh no, we're not going. We'll down never down. know. Not doing that we'll again. Never know. Yeah. Um, but it's good. I like it. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a four. I think it's. I think it's interesting. It's. It's definitely different. I enjoy it. I like it a lot. So, um, you giving it a four. What do you think the other uh, 362 people on Untapped gave it? Oh man, I know nothing, and I don't remember what you what your beer got a couple weeks ago. Um, I feel like I don't know anything about this brewery. Nothing about it. Um, I think it's gonna be decent. I don't know if it's quite gonna be. Oh shit! <laughs> Obert's pointing to our tie on the, on the on the whiteboard. I really gotta hone in. This is a this is my Michael Jordan flu game right here <laughs> um hey chris you you i never got that venmo to uh, buy this off of me this week oh so. are you texting oh no oh damn it um yeah you're supposed to blink blink <laughs> um i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna i don't know it's it's weird it's like hard for me to think it's gonna hit four i don't think it's gonna hit four but i also think it's gonna hit four you know it's like pavlov's four uh no, Schrodinger's four. Schrodinger's four. <laughs> That's the one. Um, you you got there. I got there. I figured it out. It, it's drooling and almost in dead or not dead. I don't know. Um, I, I don't think drooling was ever part of Schrodinger. No, Pavlov. Um, oh yes. Um, <laughs> you gotta keep up. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I'm gonna say. You know what? I'm gonna say it's. I'm gonna say it's a four. I'm gonna say it's a straight up four. It's 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 gotta be. You're going to stay smack dab in the middle of a four, huh? Smack dab in the four. I can't, listen, I can't decide if it's a four or not a four. Well, I mean, you have left the door wide open for Obert this week. Damn it. It's a four to six. Holy shoot. I was not, I wouldn't have even, no, I wasn't even close. I mean, that door is, Obert, there's not even a door. He's got to beat you too. A door frame. He's got to beat you. This is, I'm so conflicted because on the one hand, I want me and Chris to both get closer to Ted. Yeah. But on the other hand, I've never been in second place before. So I, you know, I don't, I just, I only want, I just want to win. I guess. <laughs> wow. I would have never put it at a 4-2-6. So. so out of the three options, Orbert, your choices are Chris wins, you win, or I lose. That's the, those are the three options that you want to happen. Well, Chris isn't going to win at this point. I mean, you never know. He could, <laughs> but the doors are wide open. Doors yeah. are wide open. Yeah, I, I I, don't expect to win this point right here. My flu- I feel personally my, attacked. My flu I don't know why. Has... I don't know, don't know why you guys are so against me. I just want it to be a competitive game, you know? Um, well, there's a game going on. It's just not, I'm just not in it. I'm above it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, okay. I don't know. I don't know if we put, let's put the pressure okay, on the board. Yeah, 0.26. Let's put the pressure on him, Tud. Put the pressure on him. All right, I'll go. This will make for an epic over... I'm going to get some water. Over exact guess. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Hi, guys. This is my podcast now. The other two people left, so now you get my voice for, I don't know, maybe like 20, 30 seconds before someone comes back. I just want you to know that I'm your favorite co-host. I like you the most. You should hear these guys when we're not on air. It is terrible. The things they say about your mom and how fat she is. I think your mom is a lovely woman. I should know. I like moms. So, you know, if you're a MILF out there, hit me up. He's back. It's a fun little message for me for later. 
or the or the listeners, whatever. We'll say. <laughs> oh, I was really thirsty. I was like, man, I need some water. Don't you hate it when you oh. get to the point where like water is the most delicious thing on earth? You're like, oh great, I am on the brink mm-hmm. of death. <laughs> All right, so my beer this week is in honor of Obert because he just brought up Treehouse. I'm going to drink a Treehouse beer. But it's not a traditional Treehouse beer. It is um, it's a porter, which I don't know if I've ever had a Treehouse porter before. So something new. Um, it's called Tis the Season. Uh, Tis the Season is our smoke... Ha- our- it's too early. Or too late. Or too late. <laughs> no, no, you go. I don't want to interrupt your beer review. I'll complain about Christmas creep after you talk about this beer. Oh, it is from winter 2022. Huh. I bought this recently. Wait, what season do you... Uh, oh, okay. I you, did just... So I, a, I bought this in August. I'm just going to say, I bought it in August. You bought a beer called Tis the Season in August. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you know, we're going in the pool. <laughs> it's hot out. Listen, you know, lawn mowing season. I like <laughs> porters. Back to school, baby. Tis the season. I like porters, and not a lot of people do porters. So when I was there for my birthday... I saw that there was a porter, and so I was like, oh, I'll, I'll order that. I didn't really think about the name, um, clearly. Didn't think about the name tonight when I grabbed it, also clearly. But Tis the Season is is their smoked, robust porter. Brewed with a complex assortment of chocolate caramel and smoked malts, it carries an immense amount of character and intrigue fitting for the season. Pouring a pitch black color in a glass with a dense and rocky head, tis the season tastes like melted chocolate bars, dark caramel, and molten toffee with a pleasant whisper of campfire smoke throughout. Hearty, rich, chocolate, chocolateful, which is not a word, but good job, Treehouse, and easy to drink, tis the season pairs perfectly with the cool weather. Perfect for a day where it reached 82 degrees in Connecticut. <laughs> Well, I thought they were gonna really gonna go over the top with the Christmas references. So talking about campfires, you know, it's not that that out of range. Yeah, that's are. it's porter. Listen, I know hashtag it's always stout season, but there is a porter season, and it is now. The fall is porter season when it starts to get a little cool, but you don't want to go full into stouts. Porters are perfect. This thing, this baby weighs in at six point two ABV. No, eight point two ABV. So we have to discuss whether or not this actually is a porter. Um. And it, it was canned for winter of 2022. So it's almost a year old. Nicely seasoned. Uh, the can, can art is pretty cool. It is a picture of their, uh, of, of some like, like tent in the woods. Uh, kind of reminded me of like oh. the, the OG treehouse, like before like the treehouse that we even all went to. Um, there was another one that was in somebody's backyard and it kind of looked like that. Um, they should go back then. Beer was better wherever that was. Is now... If I'm going to look this up on Untapped, do I have to put it in Twas the Season? No, Tis. Tis. Apostrophe T-I-S. The best part about seasons is that, you know, even though they pass, they do come back around each year. Until you die. And then they still happen, but they just don't happen with you. How poetic. So, uh, as it did say, as, as the can said, this does, this does pour pretty dark. Um, you are not seeing light through that. I mean, you could hit the T-Rex with a truck and the T-Rex would still have no idea you hit it. Besides the fact that it'd be in pain. Um, head stuck around pretty well. Kind of dark. Dark and scary. See, it is October. Spooky. Um, <laughs> Ooh, watch out for the T-Rex. Yeah, exactly. Dark and spooky head. This is... You know what's really exciting? Tangent during my beer review. It's almost Witch Meadow season. That's a great time of year. That, when does that come out? 
That makes me happy. Sometime this month. Maybe when I'll be in Connecticut. That would be great. Maybe maybe you can buy me my bottles this year and drop them off on my porch. That would be sweet. And mine. Um, Although there's a limit, right? You can only buy so many. I can order them and you can pick them up for me. That's the oh, okay. best part about you know, 2023. We have the technology. So, on the nose, it smells like a campfire. Uh, it's just that smoky, portery smell. And, it, and I, I hope when I say that, the listeners now have tried enough beers where they know what a porter smells like. But it doesn't have that stout smell. It has that porter smell where it's kind of a little bit more toasty malt versus dark malts, if that makes any sense. It does. Like yeah. This thing is... This thing came from malts that smoked like six packs a day for like twenty years. Not it's know. it's crystal. No, no crystal is crystal's the the high pitched southern draw. So it's base malt. I hear she's pretty no. hot. <laughs> it's it's smoky malt. I'm gonna say probably a smoky base, right? I mean that's kind of how it. I would imagine that's how it goes. I don't know. Sure. Whatever. Let's let's taste it and try it. So definitely on you know compared to a stout, it's on the thinner side. Um. I don't get melty chocolate bars. I do get a lot of toffee and I do get a lot of smoke. Yeah, it's really good. Um, definitely a lot of smoke. Smoke heavy. Um, toffee heavy. No chocolate really to speak of. It's not even really that sweet. It's kind of a little bit more dry. Um, and I think that's just given the, the smoked malts uh, that are in here. Um, you know, really good representation of it though. I, I have to say the one knock I have, or another knock I have on Treehouse is similar to what I have... Um, Similar to my knock on uh, Burial, where Burial has like the stupid names that come like they seem like they come out of a book. Treehouse's descriptions of their beer could be novels in and of, of themselves, where you're like, oh, I'm trying to chase whatever they were tasting. It's like, I don't taste that at all. Um, yeah, I hear you. It's like, sometimes they get a little too ahead of themselves. Yeah. At least I can remember the names of Treehouse beers, unlike Burial. But this is, this is, this is good. It is very dry. Um... I th- and I think that's just due to the smoke flavor. It just has that that kind of dry mouthfeel to it. Uh, perfectly carbonated. And it is, it's a good beer. I would not consider this a winter beer. Um, I'm actually kind of happy that I'm drinking this in October versus December. Because in December, I want something a little thick. I'm trying to pa- pack on the calories, you know, become that, that heat machine. Not, um, you know, not trying to get swole for summer. So I'd be kind of upset if I popped this in the winter and was like, oh, this is not, it's not going to help me out on the calories. This is kind of light and refreshing. <laughs> um... This is a good trick or treat beer. Walking around, you know, going trunk to trunk with your kids. This would be a good beer to drink, Chris. I mean, you should uh, you should send me like a care package, like a treehouse care package. In fact, I know somebody who's going there uh, in a couple weeks. I mean, maybe you could ask him. <laughs> just like, um, just, you know what? You can make one in your house. Just just throw some stuff in a box, slap a label on it, send it on down. It's true. You were here. You had all the chance. This beer was in that fridge. You chose that it was not the season. Um. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give it a four. Solid representation of the of the beer. Nice. Okay. Um, so I have it pulled up here on Untapped. Okay. And I want you to look back at the can to the last paragraph, and I want you to look back at the word that you said was chocolate full, and I want you to read it to me again. Party <laughs> rich. Hang on. I gotta turn on a, a light. Alexa, turn on Office. Characterful. All right. So I will say, in my defense, and you can't see this on the the right. It's the thing. obviously easier to read on the app than on. Well, right. See yeah. this white yeah. right there. Mm. That's where the art obstructing the word. Yeah, that's where the word characterful is, and it, and you kind of lose the word in the white background. Okay, I just wanted to because you called Treehouse out about making up a word. I wanted to set the record straight. 
Okay, they did not make up the word chocolateful. Now I've made up the word chocolateful, and I like it. <laughs> I like didn't it like now. it when they did it. I like it when I do it. Is characterful a word? I feel like that's just as much of a made up made up word as chocolateful. I don't. I have no idea. You know what? I'm done. I'm done. I made up my word of the day: chocolateful. To be full of chocolate. That is added to okay. the language. He's done. Well, in the last year, similar to bootylicious, soon chocolateful <laughs> will take over. That's that's your next your next homebrew. That's what you should name it. Boodle, it'll be like a ch- chocolate full bootylicious. Yeah, it'll be like a strawberry sour. Um, okay, so over the past year, there have been two thousand two hundred and thirteen check-ins. What it's do you not think a lot. The average is for for a no, it's not. Beer. But that's because it's a porter, and nobody nobody orders treehouse porters. They don't go to treehouse for the porters. Um, still have hot pipe, right? I I don't know. Um. <laughs> All right, Ted passes. <laughs> I guess I'm going to stick right around like my guess, and I don't want to. I don't want to do a 4.0 like Chris does because that's a rookie score. But like 4.01, closer than it would have been if you stuck with Chris's guess. But it's a 4.07. Okay. Okay. 0.06, small window, but still enough to squeeze through. Well, Obert, you did send me that Venmo request while we were talking, so um, <laughs> for 407 dollars. Yeah, so I had to leave that. Uh, that window open for you a little bit. All right, he's on the board. So yeah, so I, I guess it's up to Ober. Ober, can you can you overtake Chris today? Is the question. We are about to find out. I have confidence in you. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna. What is it? Who did? Who did the legs? Who is? Damn it! Red Sox player who did bad. The ball between fuck the legs. Are you talking about? Oh, Bill Buckner. He's gonna Buckner it. <laughs> So I was a little conflicted on what beer to bring today. This is the beer I was going to bring. This is the Fremont Field to Ferment series. It's their fresh hop beer. Um, every year, this time of this time again, like you were saying, Ted, it's like really the best time of year to drink beer because we have Oktoberfest, we have some of those more robust porters and stuff coming back, but also it's hop harvest time and. Um, I love me a fresh hop beer. It just like you can really taste all the the beautiful, juicy, hoppy goodness in there. So I was gonna bring this field to ferment, but I think I did the same exact beer last year. And even though it's a new hop blend, um, how much more is there to say about it? And also, I did have one. You know, I had one from the same four pack previously, and I thought it was just okay and not really worth talking a lot about. I, I do love fresh hop beers. I encourage everyone to go out and try and find them. Again, Fremont does one, Breakside, Sierra Nevada has their celebration ale. Check your local beer store for fresh hop beers. Ask your friendly beer clerk. I literally um, just typed in now's the time. I literally just typed in fresh hop beers and untapped to see what was near me. Yeah. Yeah. Well worth especially if you're in the northwest latitudes like me where there's a lot of hops, local hops. Oh, born that means born again yesterday is back. Yeah. Oh. That's um Lagunitas. I love that beer. Yeah. Um but so I, I instead of bring you this other beer cuz I thought it would be more fun to talk about. It's a beer I haven't had before. Um it's by a brewery I had on the show probably over 100 episodes ago. This is by Bam Brewing, uh which is by all means. This is from their brew lab. They are out of Billings, Montana. They just started distributing up to Northwest Montana. So excited to have them back on the show. This is their 
Phantasm Double IPA. It says their Alpha King entry, which I don't know what that means. So a couple of interesting things going on here, but let me, let me pour this beer and then we'll talk about it. Did you uh, find any fresh shop beers near you, Todd? I did not. Doesn't mean they don't exist, but... Yeah, I, I didn't know about them until I moved out here where it's a lot more common. Uh, local breweries sometimes do like a community hop harvest thing, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, I also found out, by the way, I think there's another brewery moving into Whitefish, which I'm excited about because it's within walking distance of me. So it's a, it's a local brewery that's expanding called, um, I believe this is Sunrift is expanding. They're from Kalispell. This would be another location for them. And um, the sign is up on the building. Now they just have to put all the things that have beer inside. Did they ever fill that brewery space in downtown Whitefish that went out of business? They did. That is now um, called Black Star, which is a brew pub that sells Jeremiah Johnson beer. Um, I don't like to make enemies on the podcast, so we'll leave it at that. All right. You want me to call them out? I'm good at calling out breweries. They Um, generally really like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, this town's, this town's got... I, I said I'm going to go on and rate it five stars on Google Maps so all the tourists go there and leave the places I like to be alone. Yeah, give all those one-star ratings. Yes, yeah. That way nobody goes there. Um, but okay, let me read you this, this little flavor descriptor here. It says it's got a robust, captivating hot bouquet rich in citrus, tropical fruit, and berry. And then in parentheses, it says blueberry, raspberry, and gooseberry notes. Um, it also says it, it, the flavor profile takes center stage with prominent ruby red grapefruit tones accompanied by hints of pine and lychee. And then this is the part I thought was interesting. The magic of Phantasm's Sauvignon Blanc touch creates an invigorating, thirst-inducing dryness that beckons another sip. So, Mike, did they brew this with wine or hmm. with just Sauvignon grapes? Um, yeah. So, I'm excited. I win... The award today on the podcast oh, for geez. most likely to be eaten. <laughs> oh yeah, because um, T Rex. Yeah, forget about it. Just uh, you would be dead in a, in an instant. Although I did not see you put the light up to it. Good call. You do the deer in a headlight test. There you go. Mm-hmm. So you got to prove your your theories. Fair. Um, very very strong fruit notes on the on the nose tastes. The grapefruit especially. I get that that bitter grapefruit. Immediately on the nose, which the last BAM beer I had also had those same notes. Hmm. Interesting. Cheers, guys. Whoa. This is, um, this is intense. This is, um, I also paid $8 for the single can in the beer singles. Kind of a lot for a one can of beer. For one can? Yeah. That is, uh, pricey. Yeah. It was like 28 for the four pack or something like that. Cheese and rice. Yeah. It's like, I'll go with one, but (laughs) gotta do it for the pod, you know? Yeah. For the three-handled frosty mug. So, okay, right away, um, I get what it's saying about the the dryness because it really leaves a very clean palate. Um, Leaves you going back for more and more sips uh, as evidenced by the lack of haziness here. Um, Citrus, check. The grapefruit, I get much more on the nose. I mean, the smell just kind of complements the flavors. I don't think I've ever had lychee, but I've had lychee-flavored stuff, and this checks out. Um, It's just that overripe fruit do you get gooseberries do you taste the goose i can't taste the gooseberry i don't know what a gooseberry is no honking maybe the back of my brain there's a little tiny honk going off um doesn't taste like 8.8 percent 
this is very smooth drinker. Really, really, really good. Um, probably the most inventive IPA I've had in at least the last six months. Just really well balanced and layered. You know, it was easy when I poured a beer and saw how haze-free it was. I was like, oh, this is probably going to be a relatively straightforward beer, not too complex. But it was anything but that. Um, yeah, it's it's working really well. Um, it's a beer you got to think about. It's a beer that's a sipper and you just kind of enjoy. It's something that you would indulge in, not maybe... Like, I don't feel like I needed the whole four-pack. I think that just one of these was was great because it's such a unique experience and it's not like something that I would need to drink over and over again. Just It's just a very unique beer. Um, but yeah, so this is solid four and a quarter. Um, okay, wow. It's not, even though it has all of those great flavors, it's not like that's one of my favorite things in an IPA, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, which, you know what? It reminds me kind of um, like, I don't know if it's the Voodoo Ranger series or oh, that the, can't be good. We can start comparing things to Voodoo Ranger <laughs> or the Fresh Squeezed <laughs> series. Yeah, but I think one of those has like a grapefruit IPA. You know, or like kind of like the Sculpin grapefruit like, Sculpin. Yeah, like Ballast Point stuff. Yeah, um, I've had other beers like that, but but those were none of those were pulled off. That those were like too sweet and like single flavored. This again really layered with all of these different fruit, fruit flavors that I'm really enjoying. Um, I hope I'm guessing there's like 12 check-ins, so <laughs> I don't have a rating to guess, but uh, I, it's it, good job, Bam. I, I really like this beer. I think, um, like I said, you really went out on a limb here. I hope this wins some awards for you at some con- competition because I could see this is like a beer brewed for a judge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's good. It's really good. Cool. Well, you were close. There's 19 <laughs> check-ins. <laughs> okay does it give you an average it does give me an average yes yes it does okay it gives me an average so um were there 18 check-ins 20 minutes ago (laughs) (laughs) did somebody uh tamper with the average here um no okay i think i'm shooting in the dark here but um 405 nope Sorry, it's it's four twelve. You lose by point oh seven. <laughs> it's four four point one one point five. <laughs> no, no. What is it really? So, actually, believe it or not, you come in third place tonight. It's a four point three four. As so- wow, as soon as oh, good job. As, as soon as I saw nineteen and four point three four, I'm like, there's. He's never, never going to get it. Yeah. Never going to get a chance. <laughs> not not going to not yeah. get a chance. So I, yeah, I, w- I went safe. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's easy to see, right? Like I gave it a four and a quarter. Right. I was flirting with higher. Um, it sounded, re- it think, sounded really good. I mean, yeah, I would drink you it. Put the right nine people, 19 people on untapped. Those yeah. 19 people loved some, it though. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, and one final note, it's warming up and that flavor profile is still evolving and, um, the citrusy bite, the grapefruit bite is kind of fading away and the more of the, the creamier sweetness is coming out. And it's, again, really, really tasty. So I like beer, guys. It's a good thing to drink. It's a good thing to have a podcast about, you know? Yeah. I don't think we say that enough on the show. Beer is really good. It is. Beer is I do good. enjoy beer. Beer is good. And stuff. Beer is good. I, I will say, so speaking of beer being good and stuff, I will say that as I... As I become more of an elder statesman, um, I find that I cannot drink as much beer as I 
once did. So in those situations, I tend to drink maybe like a, a good beer, and then I go to like a truly now, and I have like a truly or two, and then I'll have another beer. Um, but I find that my body enjoys that a lot more. The next day, that at the moment of like, what is All, it about the truly sandwich that works so well for you? I think it's just it's just not as heavy. So my body is just like, oh, it's a little bit lighter. You know, it's a hard seltzer, or you know, if it's a if it's a you know. Just a, I would say a seltzer, a hard seltzer equivalent drink is a nice little way to break up the, the uh, bread bomb that is a beer. Yeah, as opposed to the shots of vodka. You could do that. You could do that. Put a shot of vodka in your beer. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Kill two birds with one stone there. There you go. Yeah. Think big. All right, so it's that time in the episode. Um, we get over to the Frosty Mug of Wisdom. Where a guy who stole our very good podcast idea wrote a song <laughs> um, entitled "The Frosty Mug of Wisdom," uh, it's, you know, where we share all of our our life hacks, our wisdomy wisdom, our keys to eternal happiness, that kind of thing with you. Um, let's let's go there. Let's let's get that frosty mug, Jordan. Take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom! Drink. Mug of wisdom! All right. Thank you, Jordan and Tud. Honk, 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 honk. Another point on the board. You're 41st. 41. Um, yeah, how does it feel? Feels good. You guys should eventually try to get here. It's, it's we, a good feeling. We've been tied for like three ep- three episodes now. I mean, by the time you guys get to here, I'll be at, you know, like 67. But, you know, it's okay. You guys. It's 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 very much a, uh, like, Roadrunner, Wiley Coyote situation where we could be on episode 6,000 of the show. And we'll always be five points behind you <laughs> yeah, Mimi, that's that's me Mimi. i think i think though you're a little too talkative to be a roadrunner i mean last week i did half the episode in german i know it was very weird <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay so you won i won um here is a frosty mug it's empty it's got three handles it's yeah. covered in frost so as a tradition as a tradition chris has to go first it's happened 41 times. Can't I can't pass. allow it. Or it's happened 40 times. I can't allow it to not happen the 41st time. I, I pass. Can't pass. Fortunately, that's not how it works. Okay, I'll go. There we go. Nope. Um, nope. Nope. I pass. Chris, Chris doesn't have a handle. I never have a handle. Chris, he's going to have a handle in about 30 seconds, and then he's still going to say, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um. So my handle this week, I had to do super user training with some <laughs> today and i'm gonna teach you guys how to become super super users no my handle this week is um i have a compilation of scary jump scare reaction video that i want to share with you for your next shower okay handle for real um watch a couple of tv shows based on uh japanese manga recently which is a first for me um not something a genre i've ever been into but the netflix live action 
adaption of uh, One Piece. I, I just finished season one. It just came out. I don't want to give too much away because I went into the show completely blind. But it the premise of the show is that um, you're following a, the main character, Monkey D. Luffy, is someone who wants to become king of the pirates in this world. Where it's basically like water world. It's a whole ocean world. There's pirates sailing all over. There's ships all over. And it's just like this like goofy little kid grows up and he says, I want to, you know, someday I'm going to be the king of the pirates. You should watch the trailer. And it involves a lot of swashbuckling and some funny uh, supernatural abilities that I wasn't expecting. Um, some like very interesting bad guys. Like there's like every bad guy has a theme. So it's like, oh, this is the clown bad guy and his whole ship is a clown. And he has like a weird circus going on. And I realized now that I'm doing a terrible job selling the show. But the thing that I was most, that hooked me the most is um, the magnetism of the main character, Luffy. He, um, he just is like such a, like a happy-go-lucky, good-spirited guy that basically gets his crew because he's just a super nice guy. And even though he wants to be king of the pirates, he like is a good guy and a good pirate and like tries to say, you, you know, just because you're a pirate doesn't mean you have to be evil or anything like that. It's eight episodes. It was just like a lot of fun and has me reevaluating, you know, because I've always not been into the whole anime thing. And this is, again, this isn't an anime. It's a live action show. And they pulled it off really quite well. Um, there's a lot of critical praise for how they, they performed the show. So check out the trailer. Um, I didn't think I was, I was like, I'll give it an episode. And I just like in typical Netflix fashion just uh binge watched all eight episodes and it was really good i can't wait for season two is there a second season coming or is there already a second they, season out they just it was one of those shows that they like season one was such a popular hit that they like announced immediately that they're renewing it for a season two so you gotta wait a year for season two but it's coming yeah there's a lot of people on twitch that were that have been suggesting this and i'm also i know i play pokemon for a living which is an anime but um i don't tend to outside of Pokemon and like a few other of the mainstream ones I don't I tend not to like anime as well or I don't know it's not my cup of tea but uh, a lot of people have been talking about it One Piece is a very very popular and apparently really long anime like there's like thousands of yeah, episodes there's like a bajillion episodes yeah. and yeah. um but they I, 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 I guess in the Netflix show they condense like 50 of the comic books into like one season <laughs> oh there you go so, yeah but I've heard I've heard very yeah. good things so you know I guess I'll, I'll say the only thing I've ever watched that's anime, but you know, outside of Pokemon when I was a child, was I tried to watch The Last Airbender uh-huh. on Netflix, which is like the one from like Nickelodeon, I think. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't my cup of tea. I yeah. didn't end up sticking right. with it. And again, this isn't animated, right? It's a live action show, right. which I think helped a lot for me to make it a lot more approachable. That's um, fair. I don't think I would have watched it if it was an anime, but um as a live action, I really enjoyed it. Um okay, so Chris you have a handle. I do. Now. I do have a handle now. Took me a minute. Here is this one third full, slightly less frosty mug. All right. I have a uh, handle. It, now, I've recently stumbled across a new TikTok channel. Uh, and actually, I'm going to check right now to see if he's on YouTube. I know for all you YouTubers out there, see if I can watch anything in the shower or something like that. Um, he is, but not the videos that I watch. So, no. <laughs> Well, I recently stumbled across uh, this golfer 
named Danny Sinicki. Uh, we'll put a link into to his TikTok in in the show notes. But what has what has hooked me is him and his friends have started recording and posting uh, mini golf tournaments. Like like I don't know, like every every TikTok, it's like I don't know what three minute TikToks, and it's like two or th- two or three holes every TikTok. And I don't know why. Like it's just it's so much fun to watch. I enjoy watching them play mini golf. And I, you get like, I don't know, I'm like, I'm team Eddie, you know, like I'm team Eddie, like Eddie's, Eddie's my guy. So, um, but it's, it's literally just like him voicing over, you know, shots from him and his friends. And like, I don't know, it's just, it's so, you know, I, I get excited when he, when he comes across my feet, I'm like, yes, okay. What's, what's up with holes three and four, you know, I got to figure out what's going on. So, uh, so he, is he like a pro golfer? Um, it looks as now I only know him. I only, from his mini from golf mini, fame. From mini golf fame. But <laughs> okay, but now that okay. I'm looking at his actual YouTube channel, it looks like he do, he does play actual golf. And I'm sure if I dig into the depths of his 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 uh his TikTok, but um yeah, it seems as though they blew up over the last like 2 weeks or 3 weeks and uh I've been really enjoying it. I've been really enjoying watching like uh all the mini golf they they've done. I don't know how many turns they I think they've done I think they just finished up 14 number 14 i think uh and they put i feel like you must live in like orlando or like myrtle beach to have access to that many mini golf yeah that that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense but um i don't know if you're ever looking for if you're if you like watching people putt around little things with like he he does like his own little voiceover and stuff like that but um i don't know i just really enjoy it i i really like it it's a lot of fun and uh you know passes passes the time I know we were talking earlier about so, passing time on TikTok and YouTube shorts and stuff. But. So as someone who is very ignorant of TikTok and lives in a state where it is banned. <laughs> um, uh, it's true. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to have TikTok. Can I just like go to this guy's page and just watch all of his videos or do I just have to like wait for it to come across my page? My no, you feed? can, you can, if you can go directly to his page and start, at the beginning of tournament one, hole one, and just keep watching the whole way through if you wanted to, you know. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I think they did 12, they did 12 tournaments for their first season, and then they did their first major, and then they just did s- tournament one of season two. One. <laughs> but, um, spoiler, I know, right? I know, Jeez. I hate to, I hate to ruin it for you, but I'm bleep, I'm, I'll bleep that yeah, out. Don't worry. Someone won. <laughs> Um, but you should, if I, you have a chance, except for Obert, if you don't live in Montana, check it out. <laughs> I have no interest in watching PGA golf. I would absolutely watch a mini golf tournament. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a little sad he doesn't have him on YouTube or anything. I wonder if he has him on the Insta or something. I don't know. But yeah, uh, you should definitely, definitely check it out if you can. Sneak, sneak across the border, t- download TikTok illegally. <laughs> go to, go over to Canada where I can watch things on TikTok. Get a VPN. There you go. And say you're in yeah. like Connecticut. All right. There we go. Danny Sinicky on TikTok watches watches uh his his mini golf videos. So like you can't even click that and watch it. Oh, I I think I can. Let's see. Um, yeah, I can get to his page. Oh, I like how it shows the score. Oh, these are like legit holes. Like this is this is a good a good course. You know what? Before we go over to Todd, I just have to say, I went to. A local mini golf course uh, that just opened up within the last year and i'll drive by it pretty often i'm like you know i want to go check it out not a good design like 
they put obstacles in a way where they were not between you and the hole whatsoever. So it's like just a decoration on the course. Like, what is the point of this? Why do you have like a little rough section and a sand section in a spot you would never putt into? Like, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. It wasn't it wasn't very well designed, of course. And um, and maybe what, what was the place in Norwich when we were kids growing Puts up? Putts up, Doc. Uh, yes, that place was awesome. Yeah, it had a big volcano yep. in the middle, and like every twenty minutes. It would erupt and you could like feel the heat yeah. off of the volcano. I also had bumper boats. Yeah. I haven't been mini golfing um, in years. I and like this has made it I will, I was like, I wish I had friends. I would do I would do exactly this. I would go. <laughs> I think the last time I mini golfed was with you. Chris. Oh yeah, that's right. In in Nashville. Oh my in god. Tennessee, yeah, yeah, I think I forgot all about that. So yeah, that was the last time I that admittedly was five years ago. But <laughs> uh, yep. Wow! Yeah, you should take your you should take your family your your whole Mario family. We should. We should. Your your tribe. We should. We uh, yeah. I should do that. That would be fun. That would be fun. The boys would like it. I think. I don't know. Or they hate it. I don't know. Do. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Todd. You can go now. Yeah. No problem. So before I go, I actually have a a, a question for the listeners, I and mean, maybe you guys can help me too. We're gonna wait See, for a response. This, this is a stress ball. You look but like you've been very stressed, Todd. No, but it's moldable. Like you can like stretch it and like. Oh, okay. It's like a clay forming thing almost. Yeah, it's it's filled with like this like hard gel and like you can like, like a putty. Yeah, you can like squeeze it and it holds the shape of whatever you squeeze it into. Well, this one is is originally football shaped. I've had this thing for years and I finally put a hole in it. Um, and I want to buy a new one. But when you type in stress ball on any of the the major websites, you get those like. The balls that like you squeeze and it and it returns back to its shape. I want one of these. I want a moldable stress ball. Uh, it doesn't have to be football shaped. I would prefer it to be football shaped or basketball shaped or some type of you know sport ball shape. But it doesn't have to be. I'm not sold on the fact of keeping the moldable ball or the the the, the sport ball shaped moldable ball. I want a moldable ball though. So if you know this, if you, if anybody out there knows what these are called. Go to the Discord and uh, tell us about it, because I want to know. I think I got you, Ted. Um, the key word in your search that you're missing is fidget. Put in fidget into your search, and yeah, put moldable or stress, whatever. That'll get you pointed in the right direction. I, I don't... All right, we're going to do this afterwards. I'm, I'm curious to know what you found. Um, yeah. My handle this I just week... Typed in, I just typed in squishy ball fidget. And that's not the right thing, but it's closer. I don't think so. You don't think it's closer? No. They're like the ones that like you squeeze them and they gush out all the sides, not like the yeah. No, like I want foam compressible ones. But I, I know this. what you want. Yeah, it's filled with like a hard like molasses style gel. Um. Anyways, if you know what it's called, go into the Discord and right over there. Uh, my handle this week is, I guess, a little. You know, it's it's a little. It's focus. It's very. It's hyper focused, and it's called. It's this thing that's on the back of my chair right now. It's a headrest. Um, but this it's is made like by, a Chris handle right here. But it's made by Atlas Headrest. It's a third party headrest manufacturer that that manufactures headrests for Herman Miller chairs. Uh, Herman Miller famously does not have headrests for their chairs, and you have to buy them separately. Uh, so with my nice awesome chair that I just bought in May, it did not come with a headrest. So I ordered this thing and I got it this week and it is it is incredible. It's it it's built. It attaches to the chair almost like it's a. It was built right on it. Um, 
super comfortable goes up and down it goes back and forth uh the, the color on the back which i can't show you guys because i'm sitting in the chair currently but the color of the back of my chair is all blue and this matches the blue perfectly because i told them the color of my chair um and they they do have like a licensed contract with herman miller to make these headrests so if you happen to sit in a herman miller chair whether it's the embody that i have or an, an aeron or any of the other herman miller chairs over i think you sit in a herman miller chair or or a Steelcase chairs. I'm sure there's a brand out there for Steelcase as well, but Atlas headrest for Herman Miller chairs. If you own one, go buy a headrest. It's one of the greatest things. Yeah, it's one of the greatest additions to my chair that I've made. Change your whole sitting game. It has. Yeah. Now I can. Now I can relax my head and I don't hurt my neck. I think this is kind of a like Tud's corner. He has like sitting and sitting accessories. It's <laughs> a big part of Tud's. Like comfort level, like you're very picky, and I'm not I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like you know what you need, but like you you definitely have very specific requirements for your whole seating arrangement, especially in front of your computer. Oh yeah, I sit at this desk for over forty hours a week, every week. This desk needs to be comfortable. Um, and I've I've made it. It's there's still some some things like you know I just bought this light, for example, that you see illuminating my lovely face now. Um. You know, I didn't have that up until today. So I'm, I'm still working on it, but we're getting there. Very cool. So yeah, put a link to that company in those show notes. Yes. So with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, I will thank Treehouse for Tis the Season, a smoked robust porter that does not say chocolate full on the can. I would like to thank Spanish Marie and Lady Amber Venom for their goofy goober. And I want to thank By All Means for their Phantasm double IPA. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Again, if you know the name of this stress ball that I'm looking for, head over to the Discord. Post it in there. Let me know. Even can, if you, you, can you put a picture of that in our Discord so that people can uh, have some, some reference? I mean, I think you described it pretty good, but maybe when somebody sees it, they'll be like, I know exactly where to get that. It was at Dollar General seven years ago. Sure. Perfect. I'll post it in there so you guys know what it looks like. Um, but even if you don't know what it is, come join the live conversation over there. Also, head over to Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You can subscribe and get extra episodes of Drinking with Friends over there for your viewing and listening pleasure. Or listening pleasure, not viewing pleasure. You're not going to see anything. Um, and finally, head over to your favorite social media or your favorite podcast app and leave us a five-star rating and a review. It does help a lot for people uh, to to leave reviews because it helps people find us when they're looking for podcasts. And if you want to spread the word verbally while you're traveling around town, uh, you know, talking beer, tell them to come listen to our podcast because we'd be happy to have them too. And with that, my name's Dud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. I want this stupid stress ball. I want a new one. Yeah, I, I would have definitely play with one of those all day if I was at my desk and had it. That seems like a pretty good a pretty good stress ball. Do you feel like it relieves your stress though? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of sad it broke because I use it all the time. I don't know if it now actually relieves being, it. Now you're stressed because you don't have it. So exactly. it's like you didn't realize that you needed the stress relief. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it seems like you've already made that play. <laughs> <laughs>